So I'm in Canada, right? Yes. The world is fine. And then at one point, <laughs> at one point during my time in Canada, there is a switch, like a switch, like someone's hit a switch and the world goes crazy. Just I'm like... Yeah, like someone someone's hit the self-destruct button in the world. I don't know I don't know who did it. I don't know what happened. But when I left, it was all gravy. And then I got back and suddenly I'm being told I have to chill in my house for 14 days. Can't leave the house if I do $13,000 fine. Oh fuck. Yeah. So I'm like in my house so bored like i i'm just i'm playing fallout new vegas Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a great game but like this is like yeah not good like not not like i'd rather just be outside (laughs) like i can't i can only play so much fallout new vegas and uh (laughs) and then so like i'm playing it and then i get to the point where my character is just too good like it's just completely indestructible and uh, I'm like, I really need to do something with my time. So I, uh, I start calling up a few, uh, few friends and, uh, and just ask them how they're going. And then I was like, you know what? This would be one hell of an interesting uh, chat. These micro chats, me just calling up some friends and just seeing how they're going, which is launched, which launched the idea and which is why I'm on the phone with you, Max Quinn, right now. Now, it, today, as though as I understand it, is a, is a day of celebration, right? Yes, it is. It's my free. It's my release date. I am. I'm out. That's incredible. But now I'm back in because I left, and I'm like, there's nothing happening out. <laughs> so because everyone, everyone is now where I was last week. <laughs> okay, so tell me, uh, tell me what you did with your first ounce of freedom. Well, I went to um, my my favorite coffee place. You guys don't have it in Sydney. I don't know why. This shit would pop off in Sydney, but we have a place in Queensland called Zarafas. Have you ever heard of this? Oh, I know what this is. This is cool. It's a coffee shop, and they yeah. and they have a drink there called the Caramelized Fusion. It's a caramel okay. iced, uh, like a caramel iced mocha, but like... They've got some secret sauce. I don't know what the secret sauce is at Zarafa's. <laughs> I don't know what they put in their caramel because the other drinks suck. It's like this one drink is just crazy good. So I hadn't. It's just got like this real working man quality to it, doesn't it? Don't it you like it's yeah. just like this real solid you know, caramel that's thick. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's the best stuff. So I, with my first glimpse of hope and freedom, I go to. Um, I, I go to Zarafas and you know one of my one of my things I like to do is I like to sit in the shop and have the drink but you can't do yeah. that anymore it's takeaway okay, so what have you done instead well it's takeaway only so I've gone in and I'm like oh okay well can't sit I'll just get takeaway I guess I'll pay with cash can't pay with cash anymore <laughs> gonna, the world has changed man the world and the, people lost outside we have cashless I know cash has been completely eliminated from the world in such a brief period of time. It's wild. Like I sold a pair of shoes a couple of weeks ago, and I got some cash. The guy paid me cash for it. I was walking around with it in my wallet for two weeks, being like, "What do I do with this? This is just like this is useless yeah. to me." Yeah. And it's so weird to be in that world. 
it's it's now the best time to scam people with cash. <laughs> like you, you just pay for, you just go on Facebook Marketplace and rip everyone off. Just give them this pointless currency that doesn't you can't even use it. There'll be a point. Exactly what you want. It'll be like um, it'll be like when they banned guns in Australia. Like all the banks will say, "Come give us your your cash. Give us all your leftover cash," and then they'll just be the end of cash. And now the only people yeah, that have like, cash are like criminal syndicates that in small groups exchange cash amongst each other. Whole separate currency. They'll be like, you know, we'll, like, we'll cash you out for it. But, you know, because it's, uh, we're an electronic society now, so we're going to give you 80 cents on the dollar. Yeah. Oh, dude. That's, that's how we get out. That's how we get out of the economic crisis that we're in at the moment is uh, we all just have to sacrifice 20% of our income to get the banks back on top. <laughs> Shit, I was not, when, when I was calling to check up on how you were, I didn't expect you to be solving economic crisis. I thought you would be, I thought you'd be listening to some vinyls, but yeah, you're out here just fixing the world. Hey, uh, we got a, uh, we, I've, I've rinsed a bunch of vinyl in the last couple of weeks, but at a certain point, you turn from panic thoughts to more like um, philanthropic, what can I do to get the fat cats back, you know? How can I get... Uh, the richest, whitest dudes that I know. How can I prop them back up? Because they're suffering. Man. Yeah, <laughs> this, you know, th- those those are the real homies right there. <laughs> these, these are the people that need our help more than ever. <laughs> Jeff Jeff Bezos is struggling, dude. Right, right. You uh, you got to really reach deep into your pockets. Turn them out. Yeah, that's what I would say. Find your nearest billionaire. Yeah. Go up to him and just turn out your pockets and let him scavenge at, at whatever you got in there. You got some gum, he probably needs it. Yeah, that, that's it. That, the billionaires are struggling. Now, Max Quinn, I have a yeah. very important question for you. Let's just say for a moment uh, the world gets a little bit more apocalyptic and the internet just ceases to exist. There's no more internet, right? Oh, shit. I know. And then everyone has to go into these underground vaults. As you can probably tell, I've been playing a lot of Fallout New Vegas, and I've been thinking about <laughs> vaults. And so everyone has to go into these underground vaults, and uh, you're only allowed to bring one album and one movie. What's your album? What's your movie? Okay, we're going to do movie first because it's obvious. If your choice isn't Mighty Ducks 2, what's wrong with you? More! You know, Mighty Ducks like, 2. Dude, I remember <laughs> when I first met you, you told me about your love for the Mighty Ducks. Uh, I should have known. Yeah, it's just like the maturation of the Adam Banks storyline, mm-hmm. uh, Julie the Cat Gaffney, all yep. the romance between Coach Bombay and uh, are they Russians? It's surely some sort of like uh, um, othering kind of plot, right? Yeah, so you, do you reckon that Mighty Ducks 2 is actually like symbolic of the Cold War? Yes, yeah, yeah, all of this, Cold War fusion. Yeah, that's I, I, I got that same, I got that very same vibe. They, they do that with the James Bond movies too. Right, right. You're eight years old sitting there being like, "This is some Cold War propaganda shit." Yeah, it really is. And that they they tried to kick it off with um, America and and South Korea with that uh, that London is falling and Olympus is falling movie where they where they portray oh, yeah, the, yeah. the Korea. When I was watching that, I was like, "This is Korean War propaganda. This is Chinese <laughs> War propaganda, bro." Yeah, I think you're on the money with the Cold War Mighty Ducks. But it was so rhetorical that you would pick it because like you love the Mighty Ducks. So I think I'm gonna switch it. You you're gonna be the first person to get a change instead of movie is there a tv series you'd bring to the vault oh straight up uh the office the american office is what i bring to the vault wow well there's so much replay value in that show 
there's so much, and so much of it happens silently, which is the thing that I love about it. It's all like, you know, I feel like I can go back years later and there's these little pay attention moments where I'm like, fucking, it's 2020, we're all looking at our phones. But at a certain point, you look up the TV and there's something happening when there's dialogue that's not happening. Mm. And it's these beautiful little in jokes. So you like the replay value on that show. I would say that it has not only stood the test of time, but it gets better over time. It has aged like the finest wine. This is the point, yes. So I'd take The Office, and then if we're talking about uh, music, I want something that is going to, I mean, who knows how long we're going to be down there for. True. If uh, it was a short period of time, if I was allowed to choose an Australian album, uh, sometimes I sit and think, sometimes I just sit, Courtney Barnett, but wow. because we're going for a longer period of time, give me the triple live album, John Mayer, Where the Light Is, 2008. Dude, you know what's wild? I had that that album playing on the Sonos in my house, and I just turned it off so I could do this interview. Like no the, se- way. the second this call ends, that that is getting press played on again. John Mayer <laughs> is my favorite. Like I, I have a holy trinity of, of three artists who are my favorite artists of all time, and it's John Mayer, Tame Impala, Kanye West. That's the that's the holy trinity. Do you have a holy trinity, perhaps? Okay, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna say uh, John's up there for me just because he was the first one. John Mayer was my entry point into music. It's what made me want to play the guitar. It's how I learned about Eric Clapton and Buddy yeah. Guy, and uh, from there branched out into R&B and soul and everything that I love about music. Then I would also say there's a beautiful Canadian band called The Weaker Than. Do you know about them? I don't. Who? What? The Weaker Than. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So they were around in the late nineties and sort of up to the mid-2000s, and the thing about him, his name's John K. Sampson, and he just writes the best lyrics that I I know about, you know, like, he just has this real point of, of wisdom and empathy, and, like, the thing that he does really well is he writes in character as other people, and, like, you're feeling, like, sitting there, you, he's written this three-song um, trilogy about this cat, um, and I think it's, like, it's got to do with, they're all about Manitoba and Winnipeg, where they come from, and... Yeah. word virtute which I don't really understand what that means but it's the name of the cat and it's part of the like the logo of Winnipeg anyway yeah. three song series about a cat named virtute and by the third one you're like Ugh. oh my god what's gonna happen to this beautiful cat and like it's, it's just like it's some crazy shit and it's beautiful melodic indie rock so I picked them number two and, and dude, then, I think uh, I know. I think I know who your third one's gonna be. I think I know. Yeah. I'm putting, I'm putting, okay. I'm putting the friendship to the test right now. Is the third That's act right. in your holy trinity Founds of Wayne? Yes, it is. Yes, yes I it knew is. it. I knew it. I knew it. Dude, what a band! What a band! So underrated. They are the most incredible makers of pop hooks, and I gotta say, shout out to to Adam, the bass player from that band, who to bring it all full circle right here is hospitalized at the moment because of COVID-19. No. Devastating. You don't know about that? I didn't hear about this. Yeah, so uh, he is, um, he's been sedated. He's in hospital. He's been battling it for a couple of weeks. I was reading on the internet and uh, yeah, I don't know. So much of what I know about music is, it's so weird. So I, I read that news and I kind of stopped. I was sort of like, oh, like so much of my frame of reference for uh, how I know what I know about music yeah. comes through listening to that man and the reason that I like Fountains of Wayne and you correctly you, like you predicted it so correctly is that they uh, it's, it's those pop smarts right it's mm. taking the Beatles and it's taking the Kinks and it's taking the Cars and it was sort of like modernizing it and making it accessible for at that time the early 2000s they start releasing in, in 2011 yeah dude like 
so good. And man, you're 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 a guy that I know who, if I ever wanted to know shit about music, like just like <laughs> you're the dude that puts shit on, man. And I I already am so confident um, about this Canadian band, uh, the Weather Than. Weaker Than. Weaker yeah, Than, yeah. yeah, dude. The second this is the second this is over, and the second where the light is is finished playing on the Sonos, I'm chucking that on, <laughs> and I'm, I'm deep diving yeah. into that. And man, I've got one final question for you. You ready for the grand Please, finale? Let's go. All right. So hypothetically, the cure for coronavirus, the doctors, the scientists, they're they're, they're stumped momentarily, but the answer is actually in front of them the whole time, and it's also in front of you. And it's the thing furthest to your left, Max Quinn. What is it? The answer is the kettle. Kettle heat. That's it. You know, uh, I think uh, I, I just don't know if we're boiling it enough. Yes. Have we considered? Have we considered boiling the virus? Yes. We need to make it hotter. There's, I'm pretty sure heat kills the aliens in War of the Worlds. This is what happens. You apply heat, things get better. Yes. You ever sat in a sauna? I think that's secure. Have Have we been? Have we tested the sauna theory? I think so. Uh, that's why Joe Rogan hasn't got it, and that's why that's why he's safe. <laughs> And with that, Max Quinn, I gotta let you go, man. But thank you so much for coming into isolation, dude. You're a, you're a, you're a top bloke, I would say, absolute legend. And you've got your own music project. When are we getting the next Max Quinn single? You know, I don't know. I've been making songs at home during isolation. Uh, I'm excited to just sort of see what happens, feel it out. I got a new uh, a new little box that I make sounds in at the moment that I'm real happy about. Oh well, dude, I'm excited to hear it. Thank you very much, my man.